this show is brought to you by Safety FM. sexual situations and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, so, 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 so true. It does not matter. Anyways, how are you? How are you doing on this terrific Tuesday, January the 17th of 2023? Day, well, you guessed it, 17th of the year, and only 348 days left to go. Well, I hope everything was good and grand over the last 23 for you in particular, unless it's been longer since we last hung out, because then if that's the case, then I hope it was better for longer. You know what I'm saying? So there you go. Uh, so anyways, we are broadcasting from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM, and then we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place. Radio. Okay, so there you go, there you go, there you go. So let's talk about it. Let's take a look-see-ooksie at what is going on and taking a look at what the hell is happening inside of this world that we call the multiverse. Listen, all kinds of stuff happens in the overnight, and all kinds of stuff happens when we get to hang and bang, so that is for sure. So let's talk about it right away. What did you see last night? Did you see anything that might be of interest of you? Did you see anything that you said, yeah, we need to talk about that immediately, immediatamente, we need to talk about it? Um, When I start thinking about things that I probably should mention immediately, let's talk about this. 
Let's talk about this real quick. Let's talk about the Safety Differently workshop that's coming up in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yes, the Safety Differently workshop that is taking place on March the 6th through the 9th at Hotel Santa Fe. Yeah, if you want to come hang out and do the things that we're doing over there, all you have to do is go to safetyfm.il or scan the little Bariari code um, that's right there on the screen or inner. Real simple process on getting you moving and grooving over there. Uh, We'd love to see you on March the 6th and the 9th, or through the 9th, if you want to come and hang out and do the things that we will be doing uh, during the Safety Differently workshop. Yep, always some fun stuff. Really, that wasn't what I was trying to click on, but hey, listen, it was there. I said, let's do it. And then I said, uh, maybe we should talk about what was trending, because I think that that's going to be something you're going to want to know. Here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's take a look around. A former FTX executive on loads on what it's likely working for a disgraced crypto fraud. Sam Bankman Freed, uh, the Italian official's NAB boss man, uh, said that he has been on the lam for the last three decades. What? Yeah, okay, so there you go. Uh, the White House won't turn over visitor logs from President Joe Biden's Delaware residency, or residence, better saying, because there weren't any. So there you go. We can talk a little bit more about that in just a bit. Britney Spears' husband, um, her manic behavior over the weekend, and Marie Osmond says that all, all her earned cash won't be going to her kids. We'll talk a little bit more about that Um here in in just a bit uh ben affleck's has signed a mega deal with one of his favorites go-to coffee chains for another southern charm star uh we'll talk a little bit about that in just a bit and Yee's legal team is forced to get creative uh we can talk more about that in just a bit anyways so let me tell you what's going on if you wanted to interact with the show simple process on doing so all you have to do is go to callinradio.com that's callinradio.com that will get you moving and grooving inside of the world of the multiverse uh, that we can get you everything inside of there you can do the text messaging you can do the video messaging you can do the audio messaging if you're so inclined to do so and then we'll get that moving and grooving for you. Now, listen, let me explain on how we do some of the things around here. We talk about safety and we talk about the news. We talk about safety in the news. It confuses some people because of the way that we go about doing this. And I always have been a firm believer that you have to have topical information before you start going to talk to someone um, in that particular regard, opposed to you kind of waiting and going, ah, no, can't do it in that format. Have to do it in another form. Nope. Have to do topical information before you start talking about your stuff of safety. It's kind of the way that it goes. Um, so outside of that and giving that some of uh, thought process. So, uh, so let's get you moving and grooving until what the hell is going on inside of the world of the news. Yeah, we do the professional broadcasters uh, to come in and let them tell you about that part. Because when it comes to broadcasting, uh, professional, I am not. Let's not downplay that. Somebody said, oh, you're a pro broadcaster. was telling me this yesterday. And I was like, no. I'm just a dude that sits with the microphone and hangs out and everybody else has their own opinion about things. And that's okay. That is okay. So anyways, let's get moving and grooving right away with this here on the Raider Our Safety Show. Here is the news on the Raider Our Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. 
A former Republican State House candidate in New Mexico is in custody after a string of shootings that targeted the homes of Democratic officials. On Monday, police in Albuquerque announced the arrest of Solomon Pena, a supporter of former President Trump who lost his race during last year's midterm elections. He's accused of orchestrating the shootings by hiring at least four men to pull them off. Authorities say the shootings date back to last month. The White House says there are no visitor logs at President Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home where classified materials were discovered. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says there's still more to learn about the situation as a whole. I think we want to collect more of the data, more of the information. Are these all the documents? Are there more out there? House Republicans have demanded the White House turn over information related to misplaced documents from Biden's time as vice president, including any visitor logs from Biden's private residence. Biden is currently facing a special counsel investigation into his handling of classified documents after materials were found at his home and at an office that he previously used in Washington, D.C. TikTok is now at least partially banned from government devices in more than half of U.S. states. Brian Shook has details. That's according to an analysis by CNN. Governors and state agencies have targeted the China-linked app due to security concerns regarding U.S. user data. Some states have also taken action against other apps like WeChat and Alipay that have links to China. TikTok has said an agreement with federal officials would be the best way to resolve any security concerns. I'm Brian Shook. And an American who's been imprisoned in Iran is beginning a hunger strike and a plea for President Biden's attention. Siamak Namazi wrote in a letter to the president from his Tehran prison cell that he's starting a seven-day hunger strike, representing seven years since he wasn't included in a 2016 prisoner swap between the U.S. and Iran. He criticized Biden for not meeting with the families of Americans imprisoned in Iran. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Radio. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. China's population has decreased for the first time since 1961. Rescue operations continue in Nepal after the plane crash that killed at least 69 people. Japan's marking the 28th anniversary of the fatal Kobe earthquake with the first large-scale ceremony since before the pandemic. And UK wages are rising at their fastest rate in over two decades, but still behind inflation. President Trump is mocking his successor for storing classified documents at his Delaware home. Lisa Taylor fills us in. In a post on Truth Social, Trump bragged the files seized from his own Mar-a-Lago estate this past summer by the FBI were better protected than the files recently discovered at President Biden's residence. Trump claimed the materials were held in Biden's flimsy, unlocked, and unsecured garage. Eddie Mar-a-Lago is equipped with security cameras and staffed with Secret Service agents. The White House admitted last week sensitive documents were found at Biden's home and his former think tank office. Meanwhile, the Justice Department last year seized classified material from Trump's estate after he reportedly ignored multiple requests from the National Archives for those documents. I'm Lisa Taylor. Elon Musk's trial over a 2018 tweet starts today in a federal courtroom in San Francisco. Back in August of that year, the electric automaker CEO tweeted that he had put together a $72 billion deal for a company buyout. The buyout never happened. Now Musk has to explain himself under oath thanks to a class action lawsuit brought by investors. The tweet led to a $40 million settlement with the SEC and to Musk stepping down as Tesla chairman. Some Wyoming lawmakers are pushing to end electric vehicles 
vehicle sales in that state by 2035. Trey Thomas explains. The measure was introduced last week by a group of Republicans to the state legislature. It notes that the move will help safeguard the oil and gas industries, adding that electric vehicles will hinder Wyoming's ability to trade with other states. Conversely, more than a dozen other states have moved to ban the sales of gas-powered vehicles. I'm Trey Thomas. And about three dozen black churches are going to share $4 million to help with renovations and preservation of houses of worship across the U.S. The grants will help churches in 22 states, churches that often are some of the oldest buildings in their communities. The grant was announced on Monday as the nation observed Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes. Cyber thieves around the world know our home values are sky high at the moment. And that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the person takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, vanishes you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home Title Locks puts a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to Home Title Lock and register your address to see if you already are a victim. And enter the code RADIO, that's R-A-D-I-O, that's the code RADIO for 30 days free of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey. Why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org slash caregiving. That's aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. All right, class. Let's hear what everyone did this weekend. Jill? Well, I raised my older sister to a big oak tree. It was at least a hundred years old. My mom said I must have set a record or something. And then we went down by a stream and perched up on this 
huge rock and saw all these little minnows swimming around way below us. And then I rescued my little brother from an evil slug king who was guarding him at the bush fortress. And my sister and I brought him back to our super twig for for safety. And then we all laid out and told stories until it got dark. And the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? Yeah. We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Anyone want to come this weekend? (laughs) Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week and find the fun, adventurous you. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Is your safety training old, stale, and hacked? Is your safety trainer still preaching a warped version of behavior-based safety? How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Oh, yes, there you go. Imploding on the airwaves as we are meant to do because that's the way that the cookie crumbles. Anyways, currently 16 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this terrific Tuesday. Yes, it is a terrific Tuesday. To think the world on how much different it was a week ago and how different it is now. But, yeah, don't worry. I'm kind of lost in a romance in a wilderness of pain. What? Anyways, long story. We can get into that a little bit later. So let's start talking about what the hell's going on inside of the world of the shit list because that is what we do around here. Electric vehicles were accounted for more than 10% of a global new car sales in 2023. How's that um, How's that even possible? 2023 hasn't even occurred yet. A first um, of the EV market, buyers in Europe and China contributed to the most of the growth in the United States. Just over 5% with the new vehicle sales were electric. I'm assuming they meant 2022, but everybody gets so excited about that 2023 thing. You know, you kind of have that reverse thing going on. Some things you'll write 2023. Some things you'll write 2022 because we're still only 17 days in. I get it. Anyways, the the head of Volkswagen in China tells the Wall Street Journal that one-fourth of their sales are plug-in cars, and this year will likely be one in three. So, worth noting, um, while post-pandemic recession of fears that the cash crunches cause overall the new vehicle sales to decline in the U.S. and Europe, China's new car market grew by 4% in 2022. And while BMW saw overall sales decline, its sales of EVs doubled. But wait, while the federal government has offered millions in tax incentives to buy EVs, Wyoming legislature is trying to end their sales um, outright by the year 2035. A proposed resolution notes that the state oil and gas industry has provided countless jobs and funds that states the opera that states operations through taxes. It adds that no infrastructure for charging EV makes um, their widespread adoption unfeasible. Worth noting that even though the bill's authors acknowledges the symbolic gesture and the note language are merely encourages residents to buy gas powered cars. So let me ask the strange question. Number one, if you were going to go out and buy a new vehicle, yes, brand new, we're not talking about new to you. We're talking about brand new, brand new. Would you buy an electric vehicle? I know it's a weird question to ask, but are you in that market right now? Now, listen, I will tell you, um, I have purchased a couple 
of what we'll deem range extenders. So what the hell does that mean? That means that they are cars that you plug in, but also use fuel. Because listen, I have total range anxiety when it comes to it. There is no way. There is no way that I'm going to um, have a car at the, this particular moment in time on how the infrastructure is built out uh, where I have to depend on an eight-hour charge before I can move it, move it. There just It just doesn't make sense. So would you give it some consideration? Now, I'll tell you, I have went back to the, um, the gas-powered cars of the world um, in regards of it because I decided to do something cray-cray and bought a car that was about 20 years old uh, a while ago. And, you know, I have to tell you, when you start buying a car that's 20 years old, you start running into 20-year-old problems. So that's um, that's the thing that occur. Welcome to the world of cars, right? More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, notorious mob boss Matteo Messina Denaro had evaded Italian authorities since 1993, earning him the notorious title of Italy's most wanted man until now. Okay, officials announced his arrest on Monday of Denaro, who at one point had the um, insidious sound nickname of Diabolique. Named of the Italian comic book character, was named outside of the clinic Palermo in Italy. So there you go. That's where he was nabbed down, where he was um getting uh, treated for cancer under the assumed under an assumed name. He was um sporting a Frank Muller watch worth about an estimated thirty five thousand euros. There you go. Um, his illness ultimately led to his capture, though monitoring the conversation of people uh, connected to Denaro. Authorities knew that he had cancer. This led them to um, keep tabs on databases that uh, that records individual that records individuals seeking specific cancer treatment. Ultimately, they narrowed it down to a few locations based on Denaro's suspected aliases. When police asked for his name, Denaro apparently didn't put up a fight and admitted his identity before being taken into custody. So what do you think? Did he do the right thing? Did he do the right or the wrong thing? I don't know. I mean, I guess when you have when you had cancer, that particular abortion, you just kind of go, okay, it is what it is. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so take a listen to this. TikTok Brass is scrambling to reform their app operation in the United States to avoid an all-out ban. While the many state governments have already forbidden using the video capture app uh, state-owned dev- on state-owned devices and networks, TikTok continues to negotiate with the Committee of Foreign Investments in the U.S., a standing task force that includes members of the executive cabinet level department and agencies the gist of the reforms include restructuring tiktok's operation in the united states into a separate company independently operating from Beijing, uh based on parent company bite dance yeah bite dance american regulators and data companies namely oracle um would uh, have a transparent view of how tiktok manages user data to avoid concerns over spying and uh shoveling individuals and in bulk data into the chinese government but wait the Wall Street Journal reports that TikTok also will likely need approval from uh, Beijing for the structures that involves the company uh, content recommenda- recommendations and algorithms. In other words, the, this still comes have to this approval still has to come from the commies over any deal that TikTok operating in the United States. Anyway, so what do you think? You listen, I will tell you a, a long time ago. I came to the conclusion that TikTok was not for me, um, and that's when it was just the dancing video site. But if you ever get bored, take a look at what uh, 
what TikTok looks afar and what it looks like when you're coming from the other side of the pond compared to what the hell it is here. And you might be into some surprise iso about what the hell is going on right there. Duh. That is for sure. Anyways, officials in Nepal announced on Monday that no survivors have been found amid the wreckage of the Yeti Airlines flight that crashed on Sunday. As of Monday evening, the remains of three passengers are located within about 300 meters deep gorge that will be difficult to access and recover. Both black boxes of the cockpit voice recorder and flight data recorder have been found on monday nepal declared a national day of mourning bbc reports that the husband of the flight cockpit co-pilot died in a in a plane crash 16 years ago and the death motivated her to become a pilot herself tmz on sunday posted that it appears to be video from inside of the plane before the crash and an on-winning passenger who appeared to be filming the final descent. A few moments of calm precedes an explosion and scream before the camera film faces up amid the wreckage. This footage has not been verified. Um, there is a link for it, but I listen, I'm going to tell you something. When it comes to some of this stuff, when it comes to certain videos and things like that, do we have the ability to play them? The answer is yes. I think everybody has the ability to play them. But I am not in the misery business. I know that um, in regards of that I could play this and show it and probably get away with it. But that's not our gig here. That's not what we do. We do all kinds of other things. Uh, but not that. That is not something we will be doing uh, as we are talking. As we are doing our stuff right here anyways let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of the world because i think it is time to talk about some of the stuff anyways let's take a look it is tuesday so let's take a look at some of the things that are going on inside of the world of the charts uh taking it to five to one one to five according to itunes at the number five spot was taylor swift with anti-hero at number four was sam smith and kim petras with unholy um i'm sure i'm going to um Butcher this this up. Uh, number three with Tay Yang Vibe uh, featuring G, um, Jimin from BTS. And number two, Bizarre Rap and Shakira with Shakira Bizarre Rap Music Session Volume 53. Volume 53. Okay, and at the number one spot was Miley Cyrus with Flowers. I haven't heard that one. Um, and let's see, taking a look at Spotify, it goes like this. At number five, Sam Smith and Kim Petros is unholy. At number four was Metro Booming the Weekend and 21 Savage was Creeping. At number three, Miley Cyrus with Flowers. At number two, Raya and 070 Shake with Escapism. And at the number one spot was Zah with Kill Bill. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on right there on that side of the equation as we are talking. Anyways, take a listen to this real quick. Police are looking for a man who deliberately crashed a dump truck into his estranged wife's home in South Los Angeles. Video taken by the neighbors shows the crashing into the home three times on Sunday afternoon. Uh, he smashed the home once the dump truck, uh, once with the dump truck and twice with the Chevy Impala. His estranged wife, who was home at the time, says that the man deliberately tried to crash into their bedroom. The couple is going through a con- a contentious, uh, uh, let's see, a difficult divorce. And the woman says that she uh, has now filing a restraining order. You think? You think? I mean, what the hell? I mean, at what point do you go, okay, I'm going to ram this dump truck into there and... um. 
It sounds like a good idea. Anyways, take a listen to this. Still coming out of California, Ornia, um, as we are talking. Three weeks of relentless rains and windling and, and windling is winding down in California. Jay Gray has been has uh, well, the, the latest on dry days ahead say one more storm is going to move across the state on Wednesday, and then they believe we should be done with these storms for at least a month. Okay, it will be uh, will be a welcome break from the storms that have turned neighborhoods into lakes, roads, into rivers, and forced tens of thousands of people from their homes. The series of storms have killed at least 20 people. Scattered showers are expected this morning across Southern California, where um, the ground is already dangerously saturated and prone to landslides. You know, it makes it kind of interesting taking a listen to what's going on because they're not just accustomed to that weather. So how things have actually worked out for them so far. Anyway, take a listen to this. People across the Denver metro area are still waiting for their trash to be picked up weeks later. Um, Amy Sanford in in Aurora says it's been three weeks since her family's pile was collected by her provider, Little Dumpster. They've been here since Christmas. It's frustrating. Our house is on the market, so we had somebody wanting to come look at it, so we had to load it all in the back of my truck. Okay, so it sounds like you had to go to the dump. Little Dumpster is not alone with the delays of waste management. Customers have been waiting for significant time as well. The companies are blaming the winter weather. Roads are mostly clear in Aurora and other areas surrounding Denver area at the Denver areas. But another winter storm is on the way. A spokesperson with Little Dumpster says that they are on track to reach everyone before the weather kicks into high gear today. Waste management will be monitoring the upcoming storms for potential delays. Amy Sand in Aurora says that she struggled to to answer from Little Dumpster from picking up the trash in her neighborhood that led to conversations with her neighbors about the matter and taking it into her own hands. We're all frustrated. Last week, um, I we were talking about maybe taking it to the dump and splitting the cost, but I mean, that's essentially just as much as, you know, like half of what we paid them for three months of service. So we are just going to try to give them one more chance. Okay, so listen. Let me give you. Let me just give you some opinion because that's the great thing about this particular show uh, is that it's a very opinion-based show on what we talk about. But if you're selling a home and you're trying to get people to come and take a look at it, and you have trash issue that you want to take care of, uh, I would imagine that the nominal fee of getting the trash taken care taken to uh, to the dump would be a lot better than waiting to continue to attempt to sell the house. I mean, I'm just saying this out loud. I I know that you paid for a service. Those things can be um, ironed out, and I'm not protecting Little Dumpster. I have, uh, I have no pony in this show, that's for sure, but it's something to think about. I mean, you have to look at some of the aspects. Listen, don't get me wrong. I hate when a service provider doesn't provide the service that you're paying for. Makes absolute sense to me, but think about what the hell is going on. Who truly cares what this guy has to say? Who gives a shit? Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. Some information there with that. Yeah, think about that as we are talking. Anyways, let's bring in some John Smalls real quick and let him tell us about what the hell's going on inside of the world of the market. 
Beat Minute for Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. Equity investors face a tough decision in the weeks ahead. The FOMC is about to hike interest rates by another 50 basis points, and the S&P 500 is on the brink of what could be an abysmal earnings reporting season. The first reports from the banking sector were better than expected, but resulted in a downtick in the outlook for Q1 and Q2 earnings, sure to bring the index down with it. The latest news is that analysts expect earnings to decline by at least 0.5% in the first half of 2023, and the estimates are still trending lower. This week could be pivotal for the S&P 500. The latest read on retail sales is due Wednesday, which could be weaker than expected. The consensus of economists is for sales to have fallen by at least 1%, including the impact of inflation, which is up 6% versus last year. The takeaway is that economic activity in the retail sector is in contraction on both volume and dollar basis and will drag the S&P 500 earnings power down with it. You can get the inside track at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, John Smalls, for the information. So here you go. Markets were closed on Monday in observance of Martin Luther King holiday. On Friday, the Dow added about 112 points to close at 34,302. The S&P added about 15 points to close at 3,999. And the NASDAQ added about 78 points to close at 11,079. Uh, West Texas Intermediate closed at $78 a barrel. Brent crude closed at 84. The national average price of a gallon of gas was $3.30 on Monday. Bitcoin surged again on Monday, adding about $300 to the trading around $21,180. And what else? There were more than 3,380 flights delayed within, into, and out of the United States on Monday. With about 200 cancellations. And then just in case you did not hear, in case you did not hear, this is what happened. A winning Mega Million ticket for $1.35 billion jackpot was drawn in Maine on Friday on January 13th. Tonight's drawing will be for $20 million jackpot or a $10.7 million cash payout. So there you go. If you were wondering, you know, if it, if it hit, well, it sounds like it did. That's exactly what is occurring. Anyways, it is about 32 minutes past the top of the hour. So let's go ahead and do that thing that we do around this time and that is the portion that we call our main story here is our main story on the rated r safety show you know we get to hang out we get to do all kinds of fun stuff we get to sit here and relax sometimes and sit back and go listen this is the world this is the reality that we live in and these are the fundamental information that we need to look at at what the hell is going on within our organizations, within the world of safety, within whatever you want to deem possible. And here's where it gets weird. We sometimes want to look at particular trends to determine what will happen in the future. And listen, I can sit here and quote Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails all day long saying, I believe I can see the future because I repeat the same routine here's the thing though as we do talk about it you have to talk about the variabilities that are inside of there you have to talk about the things that change as we do move forward and go around because those things do change and do move around which is the fun part so as we sit here and talk about this and go hmm how realistic is some of these changes how realistic are some of these things we have to almost start having the conversation about simulations. 
And there are people that are out there that are running simulations on every aspect of work. You imagine it, and there is a simulation that is out there that will tell you about the level of work that is going on. Think about it for a moment. Think about, you know, those old aviator programs that you could run on Windows that would allow you to um, pretend that you're a pilot. That you could pretend that uh, that you could actually do some things that were out of the ordinary. It's kind of a, it's kind of amazing on how that some of that stuff works, but also at the same time too, it's amazing that when you do some of these, how does it jive? How does it simulate and compare to the real world? Do you look at that, or do you look at it? from the standpoint that you go, uh-uh. It's not as good as doing the real thing. And when you start taking a look around, let's talk about some of the simulations that are out there. So a lot of people right now are talking about AI technology, artificial intelligence. They're talking about augmented reality. They're talking about virtual reality. Listen, artificial intelligence has been around for a while where you can give the program an issue and it tries to simulate the solution or what other problems you might run into. But let's start talking about what we're starting to see in our space in regards of people using VR headset and AR headsets. I think realistically, we are going to run into some problems when it comes to this whole augmented reality and virtual reality aspect. And why do I say that? You are realistically expecting people in the workforce to realize or to actualize, actually use a headset to do work, to do a simulation of what is going on. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Now, augmented reality has... I guess I look at it as a little better technology because you can still see what's going on in the world around you and you're not blocked off. But another aspect where you have to use a headset, I think until we get to the point where it's a phone, where it's a tablet that you're doing the augmented reality and it's telling you about the simulations and the things that you need to look at, that it's important to realize that a lot of people are not going to use this. Let's start off with the simple process. Let's say, for instance, that you went into some of the meta stuff that's out there and you went kind of the lower end. You'd be looking at almost about $300 a headset for people to use. And this also is going to depend, well, I know people are going to say, well, you can use it for multi-purposes among most people or several people. Well, it depends on what kind of computing power you're going to use all at one time. Think about it for a moment. So if you want multiple people doing this at once, you're going to have to have more than one headset. And then depending on the size of your company, that's going to be another number. And have you ever worn a headset on how what's the clarity and how does it look? And I'm talking about as we speak from January the 17th of 2023. I'm not talking about what the things are going to look like in the future, but it makes it really interesting. So as we play around with AI, VR, and AR, I thought it would be interesting to ask the AI what it would think 
about simulations. And I just put it in just to be kind of curious, just to see what it would tell me. And it told me the following, which I thought was a very interesting line. It is also important to mention that even the idea of living in a simulation is true. It would not change the way that we live our lives as the reality we perceive is only the one that we can interact with. Isn't that interesting that an AI would tell you about living in a simulation and how that would work? Maybe that's something to really give um, some thought to today. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. It's a new year, but it's feeling harder than ever to find and hire qualified people you need, especially for small businesses. That's where LinkedIn Job comes in. They make it easier to find people you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of the most qualified people. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering qualified hires versus leading competitors. I have to tell you that we have used LinkedIn jobs to even find some of the people that we have here at Safety FM. LinkedIn jobs can help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your jobs for for free on linkedin.com slash safety fm that's linkedin.com slash safety fm to post your job for free terms and conditions do apply and don't forget to tell them that you heard it right here on safety fm we are now being distributed on iHeartRadio. Listen on iHeartRadio app radio big okay let's go from Washington. <clears throat> Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger, from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel, from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked 
unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by nfamily Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with a pre accident investigation blaine j hoffman with the safety pro the hop nerd sam goodman just to name a few on what could be found on the station different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form safetyfm.com go to the website download the app and carry it with you all day long safetyfm.com we'll be waiting for you my kind of music. music. I get the best mix of my favorite music. All on one radio station. Another wild ride is around the corner on Radio Big. Warning. Listening to other radio stations could cause testicle shrinkage. I'm talking truth. Terrific Tuesday on the Rated R Safety Show, hour one of the Jay Allen in the Morning Show. Yeah, in the next little bit, we'll be going over there to Radio Big if you want to come and hang out. And doing the things that we get to do on that side of the equation. Some fun stuff, of course. Anyways, this little song right here is What Do You Mean? Featuring Celeste. This is by a band called Pold. You can find it on iTunes and Spotify. Want to thank Pold for allowing us to play this here. You know, this is what I call a little scanner darkly there. You know, we had to go into some of this stuff. stuff going on a lot of stuff going on it is tuesday so let's talk about this real quick before i get too far away into some other things uh so today we will be releasing the show the jay allen show the podcast version because that's what it will be comes around it comes out about noon eastern time and that will be the uh, the one that we sit down with Jim Frederick. Well, let me rephrase that because that's a lie. I am sitting down and Jim Frederick is speaking about some things going on inside of the world of OSHA. I would strongly recommend, if you have not heard from Jim Frederick, 
in regards of what he's doing with OSHA and the things that are going on inside of OSHA, well, you might want to take a little listen to that one. That's a be readily available at noontime on your favorite podcast catcher. You just have to type in Jay Allen Show. Not to be confused with the Jay Allen of the Morning Show. That's what happens when you have too many shows that sound alike. So there you go. Take a, You want to take a listen to that as we are moving forward. Anyways, as we are talking, let's talk about the most important thing that I will tell you in my lifetime. And that's about my friends at the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. They can help you prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress prevention and crisis resources for you or your loved ones and best practices for professionals in the United States. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to 988lifeline.org. That's 988lifeline.org. Or you can text the word TALK to 988 or call 988. So there you go. you got a number of different things that you can do to get that moving and grooving for you. Listen, I'm going to tell you, struggling with some of this stuff is not easy. And the struggle is real. And there are times that are difficult But remember, tomorrow will be better. People go through struggles with this, and it's sometimes a very difficult thing to talk about. That is why resources such as 988, the Suicide Crisis Lifeline, is available for you. So, before you make your next move, give them a call. Give them a text. Go to their website. There's all kinds of resources there for you. Just keep that in mind as we are speaking. 988lifeline.org. Let's continue talking real quick about some things that are going on inside of the multiverse. Not to be confused with the multiplex because there is some kind of correlation uh, between both things as we are talking because that is the way that it works. So as we are talking on this um, on this lovely Tuesday, well, work time, well, it's official. Going to work makes you miserable. Wait, oh, I don't think... That's, that's not it. But working less makes you happier, according to science. A new study published in the Health Economics Review has shown that, experience, has shown you that experience higher life satisfaction the fewer hours that you work. An analyst of the 10 relevant studies by researchers um, in Chow also um, shows that working less affects your health positively and, of course, improves health equals uh, greater life satisfaction. Shall feels that um, people are happier if they um, they work fewer hours for one main reason, that they then have more time to spend with family and the other commitments and other responsibilities outside of working lives. She suggests that um, countries enact and strengthen regulations to limit hours being worked and that um, thereby protect employees' health. Sorry, boss, I can't work today because science. Can you imagine that? I wonder how that would go over. Also, what else What else? Did, what else is going on? Well, I guess those surveys, they never talked about any of those um, weirdos who get their, um, their happiness in life from their job. I mean, I guess um, that's some things to think about as we are going through that whole equation overall. I mean, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about that? Do you think that that's um, that's uh, uh, an interesting one or not? You know, what about this? What about you're in a relationship? Let's talk about that. And you are the person that wants to work less. And I'm not talking that you're, uh, you know, that you're slumming. I'm just talking about you want to do work less hours, but you're um, your other your significant other is the workaholic in the group. 
How does that going to go over? I don't know. It's some stuff to think about. I guess before I get in too, tr- in too much trouble in talking about this, I think we should probably be motivated. Yeah, I think motivation is important. Let's bring in some John Smalls. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Jason. Steve Jobs said, The only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know it when you find it. Amazing quote. I've never understood why anybody would work at a job they don't even like. But you see it more often than you'd realize. This leads to people who don't care as much, and many times they put in little or no effort. Why? If there is something else you'd rather be doing, start planning today to make that dream a reality. Trust me, you're not doing anyone any favors by staying. The job you're doing poorly, it may be filled by somebody who dreams of doing that. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AlessaMorgan.com. Sometimes the question comes about on how much time should be spent on intense focus while at work or achieving a task. The research literature points to something called ultradian cycle. You have probably heard about the circadian cycle, from circa meaning the day or a 24-hour cycle. While our brain and body operate within a day in 90-minute ultradian cycles. So anytime you are sitting down to focus, whether it's an intense bout of physical exercise or skill learning or even just having an important conversation with somebody, the ideal duration is about 90 minutes or less. This is how our brain and body is wired to focus. Going over that amount of time may lead to decreased focus and possibly fatigue. For more information on wellness, check out alessamorgan.com. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Uh, radio god, I am not. But thanks for um, thanks for bringing that up because that makes it kind of interesting. Anyways, 53 minutes past the top of the hour. Take a listen to this. Microsoft will begin allowing its U.S. employees to take unlimited time off. Trey Thomas has more. Based company announced its new discretionary time off policy for salaried employees in an email last week. The company will still offer 10 corporate holidays, time off for jury duty and bereavement, leaves of absence, and mental health and sick time to salaried employees. Microsoft said it won't extend the offer to hourly workers. I'm Trey Thomas. So here's the question why will it not actually? Um give that to hourly workers is there a belief that uh this thing over there people will turn around and uh, take advantage of it if you're hourly i mean i don't know i'm just asking the question um so what do you think about this unlimited time off thing i mean some people like the idea some people don't i mean it's just kind of a weird one as we are talking anyways take a listen to this real quick a 35 year old monica kennedy and three-year-old son malik and nine-year-old son kyle have been found frozen to death in a vacant Pontiac field. Oakland um, County Sheriff Mike Bachard says the woman thought they were out to kill her, including sheriff's deputies, and say that she refused help for her family. Of course of a couple days, we actually had been getting calls about uh, a woman and kids not dressed appropriately for the conditions. 
deputies would go there, look all through the area and couldn't find anybody. So Oakland County Sheriff Mike Bichard said that the 10-year-old daughter's Monica Kennedy survived while the mom and the two young brothers froze to death. We later learned from the surviving daughter that she had told her kids anytime anybody approached to run. I mean, interesting stuff going on right there as we are talking. That is for sure. Take a listen to this real quick. A former Republican State House candidate in New Mexico is in custody after a string of shootings that targeted the homes of Democratic official Trey Thomas has more info. Police in Albuquerque announced the arrest of Solomon Pena, who lost his race during last year's midterm elections. It is believed that he is uh, the mastermind that was uh, behind this and that was organizing this. He's accused of orchestrating the shootings by hiring at least four men to pull them off. Authorities also say there's evidence that Pena pulled the trigger during one of them. I'm Trey Thomas. What a weird scenario in flip of things that are going on let's do one more at least eight people are injured one critical after being shot during a martin luther king day event in florida on monday trey thomas has more c county chief deputy brian hester says he's disappointed it's really sad on a day that we're celebrating a leader uh in in the civil rights movement martin luther king and a man who was about peace It happened in Fort Pierce. Police say they believe more than one shooter was involved. All eight victims are adults. I'm Trey Thomas. Okay, thank you, Trey Thomas, for the information right there. Let's take a look around real quick at some things that happened back on this date. Let's take a look at back in 1994, an Arkansas state clerk alleges that President Clinton sexually harassed her while he was the governor. Her name was Paula Jones, the the precursor to Monica Lewinsky. It was the first of several major scandals to rock the Clinton White House, including the Whitewater scandal and accusation of cronyism and who got fired in the White House uh, for the travel agency. So there you go. That happened back on this date in 1994. We're looking at some... uh some things that are going on today, some birthdays. Let's talk about that. Jake Paul turns 26. Willa Fritz-Gerald turns 32. Calvin Harris, 39. Ray J turns 42. Kid Rock, 52. Michelle Obama, 59. Jim Carrey, yeah, that Jim Carrey. He turns 61 today. Steve Harvey, 66. Maury Povich turns 84. And James Earl Jones turns 92. Yes, that would be the voice of Darth Vader. Anyways, if you're looking at some days of the year to celebrate, here we go. National Bootleggers Day. Popeye Day. Does that mean the chicken place or the character? Uh, Benjamin Franklin Day. National Kid Inventors Day. Ditch New Year's Resolution Day. Oh, that hasn't happened yet. Okay, sorry. And Cable Car Day. So I guess that's some things to take a, a gander-ander at if you're so inclined to do so anyways take a listen to this if you need a phone starter for today try this what really needs to be modernized if you need a random joke for today try this one my kid has a great deal of willpower even more won't power think about that uh if you need a question for the water cooler try this a survey found that couples argue about this the most in the first 10 years of marriage what is it what to name the baby 
What if you already have a baby? I mean, no, I'm just saying. So just some stuff to think about. Anyways, thanks for coming in, hanging out, and doing all the fun stuff that you get to do and we get to do and all the fun stuff that we've done together. If you want to come and hang out with me, I will be going over to RadioBig.fm for the next couple of hours doing the things that we do over there, focusing on some music, news, and all that kind of fun stuff. Don't forget about the... Um, the interview today with Jim Frederick, really the presentation with Jim Frederick today going on on the Jay Allen show that drops at noon Eastern time. If you want to take a listen to what the hell's going on inside of the world of OSHA. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big. And that is the listener, because without you, we couldn't do what we do around here. If I can leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. There never was a good war or a bad peace. Think about that. That came from Benjamin Franklin. Some things to think about for sure today. If anything, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, goodbye, take care of yourself, and I hope to see you real soon. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Uh, 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 uh.